It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends. It is so good to be with you today. Have you had your coffee with Jesus? Coke, milk, water with Jesus? Every day, I encourage you to talk with Jesus. Share your heart, your concerns, your dreams, your desires, everything that's on your mind. That quality time with Jesus encourages, empowers, and inspires us. And no, you don't need to tell anybody else what you talk about. That's between you and Jesus because you don't want to take any chances of somebody raining on your parade. And I promise Jesus will never rain on your parade. Well, today's show, you're going to hear from Pandora, a young lady that got mixed up with drugs, but then went into the home of grace and today is a fireball for Jesus. And later in the show, you're going to hear my monologue from the field of dreams. But first, you're going to hear an inspirational story from Pandora. How are you doing, Pandora? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. So, Pandora, what's your story? I'm from Ocean Springs, and I've been here a long time, almost my whole life, and um, just uh, had the opportunity to go to the Homes of Grace here recently and um, let God love on me a little bit and learn how to love myself and, in turn, just live better daily. So, Pandora, what was life like before you went to the Homes of Grace? A failed relationship and or on the brinks of failure and just not knowing where to turn. And I had been sober for quite a few years before and I was just missing something. And basically that was God. Um, I didn't, you know, I was staying sober and going through the motions, but I really didn't form a relationship with the Lord like I should have. And I was just still looking for something. And whenever hard times hit, I went back to what was easiest and just very shortly found myself back in the same boat. So I, you know, I have a career, I have a, um, I'm, I'm a dog groomer. So I kind of just focus on those sort of things, like not furthering God's kingdom inside of me, but rather like the things that I wanted to pursue. And it really, you know, it wasn't as fulfilling as it could have been, you know, if I would have just sort of opened up my eyes and took my hands off of things and let, you know, let God work his, what he does for us every day, because, I was, I like control. So that was a lot of my issue. I think a lot of us, Pandora, love to take control. But then you went on this binge. What was it? Drinking? Drugs? It was just mainly drugs. And um, before the first time I had gotten sober, I was on opiates and, you know, living that sort of lifestyle. And then here we were, you know, eight, nine years later, um, going through the same motions in a very short period of time. Um, and it was uh, methamphetamine. And one thing in life that I never, saw myself doing, but just ended up right there in those shoes, you know. I've heard it described as an addiction from hell. Is that true? Yes, it is. We actually did a um, a timeline in treatment, the Home of Grace, that said like, okay, so um, I worked at home and I groomed dogs. 
well, in between that time, like, what else are you doing? And it, to actually put it on a piece of paper and see the, the actual time that was just consumed by the act of trying to get or what, you know what I mean? Like, it was just the whole dance of what that is. Um, consumes so much time and so much energy and you have nothing left to give to anything else. You know, it's definitely one of those idol gods that, you know, God's like, I don't think, I don't think you should be doing that little girl, you know? And I, I grew up Catholic. So I've always had sort of, I've never questioned if God loved me or if God was there, but I just never reached out and really affirmed a good relationship, you know, like in adulthood and, and kind of like learning more about him and what he can do and, and how much he really does love me. And that was the kicker. Like I, I needed to know how much God loved me and to, to still hold on whenever I was pulling so, so hard to get away and just run away. Like, it's almost like, um, thinking you're in trouble with like your, your, you know, your mom or your dad or whoever punished you as a kid, you know what I mean? Whatever authority figure. And, you know, not only wanting to get away from whatever punishment it might be, but also being like ashamed and guilted, you know, for that. But once he forgives you, it's like that, that drain just sort of unclogged, you know, it's like the forgiveness for yourself and others is like the Drano of life. You know, it it flushes out all that toxic stuff that's in there that just wants to come out, you know, because that's a good way to put it. Yeah. You know, it's like at the core of everything. It's just what do we want the most is for him to come in and to to clean us, you know, white as snow. I assume that the more you do this, the more that you feel unworthy to even ask God for help. Right. Exactly. Like just you know, sitting there, not even looking in a mirror, but just knowing like what I'm doing in these moments as I'm sitting there and doing what I'm doing, like it's wrong, like it's wrong, wrong, wrong. And that on top of that is just even more icing on top of the guilt cake of just, can you make it all stop? You know, Um, do your friends or parents recognize that Pandora is in trouble? Um, yes, my mom was definitely on board and I knew, I knew I was, you know, headed for, I was waving a white flag, you know, something had to give. I didn't want to be doing this any longer than I needed to. So, um, actually my, uh, husband, Josh, he had been to the home of grace, um, five years prior and we actually ended up graduating on the same date, five years apart. It's crazy. Um, uh, he, he was on and off of drugs as well. But once I really kind of lost my mind in the last, I don't know, say six months, um, he really stepped up and like they, um, they ended up taking the baby not legally or anything, but just, you know, kind of, they knew I wasn't in proper shape to be taking care of her. So they went ahead and, and, you know, took her and make sure she was okay. Even though she was, you know, like all basic needs were being met and stuff like that. It's just, I was not um, the mother that I could have been. You wow. know what I mean? Well, that Josh, um, what a super guy um, to be able to help you with that. But at the same time, he didn't leave you then. So he didn't say, Hey, either you change or I'm getting a divorce. Oh, well, we had, I mean, we've been on and off our whole relationship. He had experienced something whenever he went to treatment. And then whenever I was able to finally, you know, not only forgive myself or forget him and all the crazy things that we had been through, then it was, you know, that's whenever I could allow God to come in and work on our relationship and, you know, 
try to mend it because I did pray for like deliverance of all things. I'm like, just please, Lord, just whatever it is, just make it right or, you know, make it your will and don't let me intervene. So Pandora, what was your breaking point that you actually stepped in to the home of grace? Well, uh, a lot of different things. Uh, It was, my life was completely unmanageable. Completely. I was grooming at home. I could, like couldn't even get three dogs groomed a day. And, you know, like before when I had a shop and, you know, was at work at seven o'clock in the morning and not on drugs, you know, uh, grooming 10 to 15 dogs a day, you know what I mean? Like I just considerable changes in my life, like daily habits and everything else. And then just um, the people I was around and the, the things that were going through my head and the, the schemes and the fiery darts of the evil ones that you don't even even realize whenever you're out there doing it your own, you don't have God in your corner, you know, because once you have kind of like, like the, his operate every day for his eyes and his mind and his mouth, you know, just come into me more of you and less of me. And then whenever you start doing that, you can start seeing things in the actual sense of like these people that were around me and the things that I was doing were not of the, um, you know, the realm that I am supposed to inhabit, you know, that's not my lifestyle. That's not how I operate. I'm, you know, doing those sort of seedy things. That It sounds like you're getting tired of living with yourself. And so you knew that there had to be a change. So you walked through the doors of the Homes of Grace. Yes, sir. Now, how long were you there? Um, I was there for 90 days. 90 days. And you graduated on the same day Josh did five years later. Wow. That's, that's kind of a a God sign to me anyway. Wow. That's, that's different. You know, and then there you go. You know what I mean? That's why I said just God sort of makes right any path that he sees fit for it. And, you know, it's not all, I said this in my testimony, you know, it's not all sunshine and butterfly whenever you leave, you know, like there is an enemy out there that, doesn't want certain things to succeed but you know as long as we know our value and worth in God and how much we mean to him and how real and powerful his name is then I don't have to worry about the things of the past. Pandora I'm going to take a break and when we return I want you to share with the listeners how real and how powerful the name of Jesus is and how he helped you with recovery. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope. If you need something more out of life than what you've already experienced. If you need a new start. A clean slate. If you want to live life forever. You need God in your life. If getting old has you depressed. Growing up sometimes scares the daylights out of you. If you want to know what the future holds, get in touch with the one who holds the future. Stop wasting time and get a hold of God. It's not about earning points by being good. It ain't about some boring church. It's not about working your way to heaven. Finding God is not about following some group who claims to be the only way to God. It's not about being religious. It's not about religion. It's all about God's only son it's all about jesus it's all about jesus it's about jesus christ it's all about you it's all about you jesus jesus said i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father but by me well someday when i stand before god and he asks me why should i let you into heaven all that's going to matter is if i knew jesus or not and that's what it's all about
Welcome back, listeners. Today, Pandora is sharing her story. And Pandora, I am so happy and proud of you that you will share your story of drugs and now a a freedom that you have in Christ. Before the break, you were talking about the power in the name of Jesus. Explain that to the listeners, please. Well, uh, we were, I I have like God moments. So like in treatment, of course, you know, people would say, oh, it's really easy to find, you know, God in rehab or jail. And I mean, this is what this was designed for, for, you know, women to come and let God love on them and, you know, show them their value and worth in him. But I would have these just God moments. I need to be shared with somebody or not, but just sitting out there and uh, there was a young girl and she was having a difficult time one evening and we all just sort of stood around her. There was about eight or nine of us and put our hands out and started praying. And next thing you know, I hear a horn blowing and it's not even like a car horn. It's just a very random horn to be going off. And then later that evening, we go in and I'm reading a devotional and plain as day, it reads, you know, whenever God shows up, he, you know, you'll hear a horn and just that testimony right there that <laughs> even that small group of women in the Goshe, Mississippi, praying for this, you know, one girl because she's having such a hard time and how clear our words were heard, you know, and he let us know if you call on him, he will show up. Pandora, thank you for sharing that. There is power in the name of Jesus. I think every person in life needs to have a daily dialogue with Jesus. I call it coffee with Jesus or Coke with Jesus, but just talk. Yes, yes, because the more you talk to him, he hears your voice, then you can listen for his voice, you know, and then you can kind of, you know, learn each other. And whenever he's really talking, then that's like, hey, you know, I'm not just thinking this in my head, this really is, you know, because I have a relationship with my God that I know that whenever we're communicating, you know, it's and it's not, you know, per se verbally or anything like that. But I mean, just the horn that blew that evening. I mean, he, there was no verbal words to that, but it was a definite like communication like, hey, good job, yeah. you know, good job, ladies, you know, and the smile on my baby's face and the, you know, flowers in the tree and the, you know, the rain in the sky, even, you know, it's all, Absolutely. it's him letting us know, like, I've got you. So Pandora, life is good for you, it sounds like. So with you having your conversations with Jesus, how are things going? Well, um, right now uh, we are in the process of downsizing everything and um, moving into an RV and just kind of packing up and going and telling people about how great God is. And uh, we have a couple other things that my husband is working on and um, being on the road will benefit. So you want to be a little missionary, huh? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Precisely. (laughs) Precisely. So Pandora, do some missionary work. There's some listeners out there that they may be struggling with drugs or somebody in their family is. What would you tell them today? I would tell that person, don't give up hope, because at the end of the day, there's always hope left for the world, um, and you in particular, you know, each and every one of us, um, and that at some point, we all realize that's not what we want to do anymore, and until that day comes, no real change can be made unless we really mean it, mm. and I really meant it, you know, one other time, but the devil comes in, and he's sneaky. But our God is 
way bigger than he ever thought of Albion. And even though that we don't feel like we are worthy or justified for what we're asking God, just reach out and you'd be really surprised at what he'll reach down and do for you. You know, sometimes God's got to strip everything away from you for you to realize what you really have. Pandora, the title of the show is Get the Hell Out of Your Life. So how do you get the hell out of your life? (laughs) Through prayer and fasting. Be careful what you talk about and be careful about the company that you keep and just keep your eyes on God and he'll keep his hands on you. Pandora, is God good? Uh, God is great all the time. Even whenever I'm even whenever I'm doubting certain things, it's still they still like, no, don't worry about it, Chuck. He's really cool. Pandora, thank you so much for sharing your story. Before we close out this segment, will you pray for us? Sure, of course. All right. Dear Lord, thank you so much for everything that you do in our lives on a daily basis and that you watch over us and the sick and the suffering and the hearts that you know are truly for you, Lord. Please be with them and guide us with your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And thank you, Jesus, for changing the destiny of Pandora. Pandora, keep us posted. In the meantime, God bless you and have a great day. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Friend, when I return, my birthday message from the field of dreams. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope. Jesus. Jesus. What do you think of when you hear that name? Jesus. Jesus. Love. Life. Hope. Joy. Peace. Friend. Companion. Confidant. Savior. God of the universe lives, and he lives in the form of a man. That man is Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him shall have eternal life. Jesus, what will you do with him? He knocks on the door of your heart. When you open that door, your life will change forever. He came that the world may have life and may have it more abundantly. Ask Jesus into your heart and discover what living is all about. Call 1-888-NEED-HIM. Dream big. It's the Lord's desire for you to dream big in everything you say and do. I stepped onto the field of dreams and it was exciting. It was magical. Now I sat on the bleachers wondering why am I feeling this? Why do I just love this? And I believe it was because God has placed dreams in all of us. That's part of our plan and purpose in here. For a few minutes, well, actually a few hours for me, no distractions, focusing on the impossible that can become possible, focused on the voice. If you build it, you will come. If you build it, he will come. What will come? His destiny. 
his plan, his purpose for you, for me. He will lead us into the field of our dreams. So how do you build it? He comes first. God is first. Seek first his kingdom and righteousness and all these things will be added. God comes first. Build it and it will come. The dream, the destiny, the plans, the purpose, the excitement for life. So I'm sitting there on the bleachers looking over the field and families are out there playing baseball. I look over to the cornfield and I see people going into the cornfield and then walking out of the cornfield. Everyone's reliving the dreams that they had or reimagining what their life would be like if they would only follow their dreams. All of a sudden, I was 11 years old and I heard the quiet voice tell me, Ron, I have a plan for you. And in that moment, I knew that God has a field of dreams for each of us. I did not want to leave. I felt safe. I felt secure. I could hear God's instructions. Go the distance. Which meant to me, I can't quit. I have to keep pursuing his dream. The persistence of our dreams and the persistence in which we follow them determine the outcome of our life. Discovering God's dream for your life is as simple as just extending your hand and saying, yes, I will follow you. I will go the distance. I will not go to the left and I will not go to the right. I will push towards the prize for the call that you have on my life. And the cynics and the scoffers and those who say it cannot be done, they laugh at you and they say it's impossible. You just know in your heart it will happen. If God says it will be done, it will be done. There is no time to waste. There is no time to wait till tomorrow. So, as I sit on the bleachers, I wonder, why did I come to Iowa? Why am I here on the field of dreams? And that quiet voice said, Ron, because you need new fire. You need to be encouraged. You need to know that I love you and that everything that you are doing is because you are playing in my field of dreams. And now tell the world that the field of dreams that they are in possession of was given to them before they were born. And the hopelessness that they feel and despair and doubt and unbelief is only because they are not in my field of dreams. For what I have for them is joy, is peace, is passion, is purpose. Ron, tell the world that the field of dreams is within each individual. And to look to me, to look up and say, yes, I will follow you. I will go the distance. There can be no more excuses. There can be no more distractions. 
When you give him your heart, he will give you your field of dreams, where your dreams will come true. Your dreams will have dreams and more dreams, and you will make a mark in this world that will reflect the goodness, the grace, the love, the mercy, and the redemption of Jesus Christ. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. We want to encourage you today with God's promise to you. It comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That's God's promise to you when you choose to commit your plans and future to Him. Now, back to Ron. Are you thinking about a dream that you've put on hold? Are you thinking about a new, improved relationship with Jesus? Friends, it's never too late for a new beginning. I want to encourage you. Have a conversation with Jesus and see exactly what is the field of dreams that is alive inside of you. Your talents, skills, and abilities are for so much more than you even believe. But with Christ, all things are possible because he is your direction. He is your leader. He is your coach. He is your teacher. I want to pray for you. Dear Lord, the person listening right this minute, stir within their heart, their dreams, their hopes, and give them that assurance that they are more than a conqueror. They are an achiever. They are here for this time in life. Guide them each and every day as they pursue their dreams and reflect the goodness, the grace, the love, the mercy of you, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen, friends. I believe in you so much. I'll be back next week with another great episode of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. If you would like a copy of my book, The Promoter, My Story, I would love to send it to you absolutely free, no strings attached. Just go to my website, thepromoter.org. Until next week, this is Ron Myers reminding you that I love you, God loves you, and when you give Jesus your heart, he takes the hell out of your life. Get the Hell Out of Your Life is produced by Ron Myers Productions and is underwritten by the Christmas City Gift Show. We invite you to come shop with over 260 vendors from all over the United States, November 10th through the 12th, inside the Coast Convention Center, located on the beach in Biloxi, Mississippi. You can find more information at ChristmasCityGiftShow.com. If you would like to share your story of God's amazing grace or listen to previous episodes, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. Join us next week for another episode of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope.